The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Thanksgiving and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness, it excited? is Thanksgiving. Am I excited? Yeah. Yes, very excited. It's, uh, I, I think uh, a much loved holiday and I hope yours is wonderful. We've got great weather for it. Today, sunny, high of 51, Thanksgiving day, sunny and high of 52. Perfect Thanksgiving weather. Perfect, yeah, it did warm up. Uh, was nice last night. We were in Detroit for the mm -hmm. musical Elf, and uh, was uh, Will Ferrell in it? He was not, uh -huh. but uh, there was a uh, there was a gentleman who played the character Elf and did a wonderful job. It was uh, there was a small technical difficulty which uh, allowed me to go get some snacks, mm -hmm. but uh, didn't get home till just after twelve last night. Wow! The show ended at ten thirty. Wow! All I know there were some kids? children sleeping. Yeah, there were some children <laughs> sleeping. Um, I didn't. I didn't know so many adults uh, drank their face off at this at the really? kids play like that. Yeah, it was great. Wow, it was awesome. Um, I we just <laughs> stuck to uh, Sprite's Diet Coke, Skittles, and popcorn. They have pretty good snacks. At they the do. Fox. They yeah. do have pretty good snacks, and they're reasonably priced. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, they're not. But we had a we had a lot of fun. Some people might be going back to Detroit uh, once or even twice this weekend because we've got the Detroit Thanksgiving Day Parade, America's Parade. And do you know that it's syndicated in about 90 cities? I did, and I got to see the bleachers set up last night. Oh, cool. Right across from the Fox Theater, they have uh, huge bleachers set up. Have you ever been to a big city parade? Uh, no, I haven't. Either have I. I've, I've never been invited. This is last year, it rained. Tony Hawk is going to be in the parade. And do you know that they've got a, uh, uh, what is it, a uh, posse of clowns? A thousand clowns. It's the, um, what do they call it? The clown something. <laughs> no. no, not the insane clown posse. No, not posse. the insane clown posse. This no. is the Ford float. They're um, going to show what the Michigan Central Railroad uh, station is going to look like. Can you pull that in. photo back up large again for me, Noah? Mm -hmm. It looks like a Legoland that I've stayed at. Mm -hmm. It looks but like the Excalibur Hotel. Obviously, it's the train station. The clowns in the parade, each person that's a clown donates $1,000 for the privilege of being a clown. Mm -hmm. And it's a fundraiser for the parade. That's cool, mm -hmm. very cool. And the Macy's, Macy's Parade, of course. Uh, Macy's was uh, featured heavily in last night's uh, Elf the Musical oh. play. Um, the backdrop for most of the play was Macy's. Oh, is you, that where it happened? If you recall. Now that you mention it. So, Macy's. Part of Christmas. Part of Christmas and Thanksgiving. The other reason people will be going to Detroit this weekend to see the Lumen Christi Titans play Traverse City St. Francis in the Division 7 state 
championship game, including Andy Holland. Yeah, I will be there. I'll be taking a uh, gaggle of girls and <laughs> trying to get them out, out of the house at probably, I don't know, quarter to eight, eight mm. o'clock, stop for food. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. The 10 a.m. game at Ford Field. So Lumen Christie versus Traverse City St. Francis. They played week two. You can see that uh, game. We'll air that Thanksgiving Day on JTV. Lumen Christie has their hands full for sure, um, mm. but anything can happen. It should be it should be a pretty good game. I think if you had to ask me who was favored, I would say St. Francis is is probably favored by a touchdown. Well, they won earlier in the season. They did. So that's the one advantage. Both teams have already seen each other. That is true. Um, you know, consider this though. It was three months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, lot, a lot can happen uh, between now and then, and it has. Well, while you were at Elf, you missed the voice. It was the uh, top 13 whittled down to the top 10, and Grass Lake's own Braden Late advances. Braden Late advances. I think they should pay him more than they pay Carson Daly. <laughs> you know Carson Daly? How much do you think he gets per season, Brandon? Carson Daly? Yeah, the host. Yeah, about five. It's a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not very good. He's only 49 years old. I was looking that He's up. He's older. Yes, he does. <laughs> and Braden Lips, the youngest on the uh, whole show, 16. I think he's going to win. I do too. I think he's going to win, and I think he might go on to have the best career of anyone that has appeared on The Voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Voice, not known for launching musical careers like American Idol, but it's you know it's a different era, mm-hmm. obviously with uh, YouTube, Spotify, and and all that. So this is this is cool. I think he's going to be a huge hit. I do too. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get him on the show. I would love that. I would love that. Um, have you been following the Chrisley saga? Uh, they were sentenced to. A uh, pretty uh, hefty sentence for oh. uh, stealing. God. Lying, tax fraud, uh, falsifying. Something's wrong with documents. Todd Chrisley's face. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what. We used to watch the show in our family. Really? Well, it wasn't my choice. But yeah, we watched <laughs> it to see what was going on with these people. Mm. And uh, good Lord, could you imagine... <laughs> I mean, just defrauding everyone and then having a reality TV show, driving around Range Rovers and spending money. And now, Todd, Todd's going to get locked up for a dozen, mm-hmm. a dozen years. Woo! Mm-hmm. And uh, Mama, is it Mama Bell? No, that's her, her mother's name is Mama Bell. I, I don't watch it, so I don't know. Well, now you know how I feel when we talk about the voice. Uh... <laughs> The lady, the mom, uh, with the uh, leopard print, she's just going to do seven years. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What are those children going to do? I think they'll be fine. Yeah, well, the mom said to the judge, uh, you can't, I, I got a little baby to take care of. Yeah. I've got a 10-year-old. And the judge said, you've got four rows of people in yeah. this courtroom that will be stepping in to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to do the time. Just like the uh, Brandon and I were talking about that uh, crazy lady from the blood testing, Theranos. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? Elizabeth, uh, what's her name? Oh, my gosh. Jeez, I hope uh, they put uh, those well, people in cells. She's pregnant. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so, you know, she's ruined a lot of lives. She said, I, you can't send me to prison. I'm and they said, who do you think is in the women's prison? Right. Do you yes, think the, yeah. Women. So. 
Uh, Nightlight started last night. <laughs> well, not really. The press preview started okay. last night, and JTV's own Jeff Steers got some great shots. You can see them on our website. But they've got some new displays. This is this is my favorite display. Oh yeah, that's a tradition. There's Brandon <laughs> up on the scissor left filming you talking to Dasher. Uh, Dasher. Uh -huh. Dasher. Very nice. They've got um, they added uh, new displays, so it's even longer than uh, before, which is great. And they've got the train, which is awesome. And they've got um, giraffes. Have you seen? The, the giraffes. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I have Brandon. Uh, you were out there last night too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So. It's the Mickey Lafeer show. <laughs> <laughs> Nightlight starts on Thursday and runs through Thanksgiving Eve. Also this weekend with the, the turkey trot on Thursday morning. Oh yes, the turkey trot Thanksgiving morning. A great way to start uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Nearly 800 people are registered already. Perfect. You can register online, jacksonturkeytrot.com. And uh, you don't have to do the 5K or the 10K. Run, you can always walk, too. So something for everybody and a kid's half-mile fun run. So great or way to start Thanksgiving. You can just go and watch and You can go and take, take pictures. Take pictures. Take pictures of your family. Yeah. It'd be wonderful. Jeff Steers will be there, so watch for a gallery on Thursday morning from the Turkey Trot. Our show today is being brought to you by U.S. Staffing Agency, and U.S. Staffing Agency is your complete employment specialist. Thank you to U.S. Staffing for helping us bring you today's show. Tens of millions of Americans will be traveling to grandmother's house. Well, that's where I'm going. You as well. You're yeah. traveling. Uh, the TSA uh, found an unusual item in a bag as it went through the x-ray scanner. Uh, this was what tipped them off. They saw this hair or fur sticking out of a suitcase as it was going through the x-ray machine at security. Hmm. And guess what it was? It was a... <laughs> Cat? Cat. Okay. A live cat. I don't like that. Was packed in the bag and it looks like it's they illegal. Some, they have some water well, bottles and a grenade. How did it breathe is a great question. I don't know. Well, they left the zipper open just a little bit. Can you believe that someone would pack a I live can. cat? I can. Have you looked <laughs> around this country? Yes. That's nothing compared to what I've seen just in Jackson the last couple of days. This happened in. Uh, JFK. I was JFK. The last flight I was on, I was behind a gentleman who clearly hadn't been on a plane in maybe ever and had uh, <laughs> just all these loose snacks and open water bottles and medicines and stuff all jammed into one bag. Didn't know what you could and could not take. Mm -hmm. And of course, I waited patiently behind that gentleman. So mm. it's always good to look uh, to see what you're allowed to bring before you go into uh, a major airport. Mm -hmm. Especially now, you can slow things up. Mm -hmm. Now you're flying uh, Thursday, Friday? I know you don't like to talk about it. Yeah. But you're flying, you, well, yeah. you probably hired the Jackson Police Department for the vacation watch. That's a great idea. Yeah, you, you could always do that. Yeah, if you're leaving your uh, home and wanna let uh, the police know, take a look at it. But just make sure that it's not uh, the police from home alone. <laughs> Those weren't real police. 
I was looking at the police blotter this morning. In the last week, we've had three embezzlements in the city of Jackson. Seriously? Can you believe that? People are called police. Hey, uh, we've got an embezzlement. That's crazy. Our, Brandon yeah. and I have been talking about embezzlement a lot and just, you know, how, how, does, how does that even start? Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. You've just been following the World crazy. Cup? Um, a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, just... No, I haven't followed that. <laughs> yeah, I know that the U.S. and Wales tied. I know that Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia. And I know that FIFA's corrupt. Mm, yeah, and uh, so is Qatar. And they banned the sale of Budweiser, even though Budweiser spent $75 million to be the official beer. But Budweiser says, guess what? All this Budweiser we can't sell, we are going to give it to the winning team so they can have a big celebration. So Jeez. they will have to, <laughs> they will have to, uh, the, the, Well, the US isn't gonna see a can of that. Well, no, because we're, we're not gonna win. So the winning team also gets $42 million oh. in prize money. And 41.5 goes to the CEO of FIFA. Probably. Mm -hmm. I noticed yeah. this morning that, um, no one was at school today. No one was on the road. So I think people have already started traveling. Mm -hmm. When I dropped uh, my daughter off at school, the playground was about half empty. So definitely people already have started week. their traveling. Yeah, traffic, uh, as measured by the TSA, is up over the last two years, back to pre-2019 levels. So people are back traveling. Uh, downtown Christmas in the city is happening and uh, you can walk around downtown. There's tons of events going on. We'll also have window decorating contests and those will be revealed Friday. Uh, although ours has already been revealed. You can vote on social media. What's the one item you're looking forward to for uh, your, one of your Thanksgiving dinners? Um, uh, roll. Hot. Hot. Hot roll. Hot oh. roll. Oh, good. I, I'm making them. Good. Hot roll. Macaroni and trees. Macaroni and cheese. Trees. Uh, macaroni and cheese. An everyday side dish or part of Thanksgiving? Everyday side dish. That's right. I don't know why it's showing up as part of Thanksgiving. But I would like it. If someone made it, I would have a scoop. Mm. So, we'll see. I don't, like, uh, I don't like green bean casserole. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Saturday, in addition to the Lumen Christi game, it is the Michigan-Ohio State game, and I believe you're, you're dressed for it today. You know, it was an out-of-uniform day for my kid, mm -hmm. and I thought, I'm, I'm going to dress casual. And uh, <laughs> Head to toe, you're in Michigan yeah. colors. Oh, yeah, these are, look at that, wow, those are great. I am wearing socks, Noah, they are just a low-cut sock, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what if I wasn't wearing socks? That would say a lot about me. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you could yeah. put on shoes without socks in the dead of winter and go into work, that would, uh, that's actually against our policies here at JTV. <laughs> Today's show being brought to you by the Center for Family Health, reminding you that it's time to get your flu shot if you haven't done so already. And according to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, we did not experience a COVID wave this fall, and it's in part 
due to the warmer weather and the fact that people have been boosted, you can get a booster and the COVID, uh, the, uh, your, if you've never had one, you still get one, and the flu shot all at the same time, Center for Family Health. You used to get the flu shot all the, or the flu all the time. You. I did. I, I um, always remember you. I've never flu. been sick. I haven't had the flu in a long, long time. So we'll see. Did we'll you see have a flu shot? Dr. Jacob Sinkoff is coming. I got a flu shot, so that's why I'm you protected. Think? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You, just, you just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna's announced that this will be their last Christmas. What? Yes. No. Yeah. Wow. I know. Anna's gift. So... Uh, always a Christmas shopping tradition for uh, our family is a visit to Anna's, and I know many people's tradition here in Jackson. You can get and there now. You can get there. Anna's retiring after, I think, 38 years, so wow. congratulations, but it should be a uh, great Christmas at Anna's. Uh, Anna and Eddie probably are going to have a, a great Christmas knowing they don't have to go back and do an after Christmas. Assume. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who's on the show today? We've got a great show lined up. We've got Jim Dolson from U.S. Staffing. We're going to meet some folks from Mackey. But first, Dr. Jacob Sinkoff from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Our show today is brought to you by the Dirty Bird in downtown Jackson with over 40 beers on tap and great food and specials. It's a wonderful place to Tonight, watch. The, the, the night before, what do they call it? Drinksgiving? Drinksgiving. Yeah, that's right. Get there early. That's right. Biggest bar night of the year is tonight. Holy cow, Brandon and I are going to Bollinger's. And uh, we hope. I'll get that before this. <laughs> you know, me too. The thought, the thought of even going out. So maybe I'll go to the Dirty Bird for uh, lunch. Holiday shopping. The holiday market at Ellis Sharp is happening, and you can take advantage of that. They are open this weekend, and they'll also be open December 3rd, 4th, and the weekend of December 10th and 11th. Great chance to buy some locally made seasonal art for a Christmas gift. <laughs> Joining us now from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital and IEP Urgent Care Emergency Services Physician, Dr. Jacob Sinkoff. Welcome back. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. What's the Thanksgiving uh, like with you and your family with uh, the very, very little ones? Uh, so, yeah, so I have a 22-month-old and a and a six six week old, so it'll be our first Thanksgiving. <laughs> so uh, we luckily have uh, my in laws live in town in Jackson, and actually tomorrow we'll be going to my my parents uh, in Metro Detroit. So nice. that's what that's what we'll be doing. Um, we'll see what time we we get up in the morning, but once we get up, we'll head over to yeah. the Metro Detroit area. And uh, I'm off off this year, so we work alternating nice. holidays. So. So I worked last Thanksgiving, so I'm off nice. this Thanksgiving. Well, hopefully so. you can give the parents the children to hang out to and <laughs> yeah, take yeah, a little me, nap. Me, me and my wife will nap, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. We've already we've already talked about that, I think. So is Thanksgiving a busy day in the ER? Uh, usually not. Um, usually actual Thursday isn't. Um, the days after usually can get pre- pretty yeah. busy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Thanksgiving tends to be a time where people kind of forget their diets a little bit, yeah. a little bit of an increased salt intake. So just be careful, be careful with that. But usually the days afterwards are a little busy and it's always hard, you know, always impossible to predict. But usually generally holidays themselves aren't, aren't overly busy. The days afterwards yeah. are usually are usually pretty busy though. Mm -hmm. A lot of overeating probably. Eat slow. Yeah, exactly. Eat slow. Yeah, eat um, slow. I don't know. There's probably not, not too much healthy stuff on, <laughs> you can yeah. on Thanksgiving, but watching the salt and eating slow, just kind of stagger it throughout the day, watch the lines for a little bit. Yeah, and yeah for sure. Do you have a favorite uh, Thanksgiving item that uh, is very important to have on uh, the table? I like stuffing. Yeah. So I like stuffing. Same. And, you know, we're pretty, pretty traditional. So we have turkey, stuffing. Um, my mom makes really good rolls, so always, yeah. always have some, always have some rolls. Um, so we're excited to see what the 22-month-old will like while yeah. eating. It changes every year, yeah. so we'll see if she what 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 what, what, she, what she'll be enjoying. Gonna put a little uh, gravy in the baby's bottle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A little <laughs> bit of gravy. Yep. yep. She likes. Uh, she she's not a juice. We don't let her have too much juice. So usually, I growing up, I remember when I was kid was a kid, we always yeah. have the sparkling uh, grape juice. Oh yeah. So I think she's really gonna. I think that's what she's going to yeah. do, the sparkling grape juice. It sounds like our Thanksgivings are uh, very similar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very, very similar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, kids, let's talk about kids. It's it's so relevant right now with the RSV mm -hmm. and yep. the news. And, yep. um, we haven't seen a whole lot of flu, at least I, I haven't. I'm, I'm sure you've seen some of it, but having a hard time, you know, deciding what, what our child has when they're sick, and it's yeah. kind of tricky right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of overlap, especially with all these viral, you know, Know, influenza, RSV, yeah. or all viral illnesses, so lots of overlap. Um, fevers, runny nose, cough, congestion, all those, all those sort of things. So, um, especially with you know children in school, preschool, um, daycare, getting tested, going mm -hmm. over the urgent care, getting a quick nasal swab to uh, make sure it's safe to you know go back is important. Um, we're still seeing a lot of a lot of RSV. We're starting mm. to see influ We've been seeing okay. influenza for for a couple weeks now. Um, we're not, I don't think, anywhere near the influenza peak yet. Mm -hmm. um, we've kind of seen a little bit, and hopefully it continues. Not going to kind of plateau a little bit of the RSV, but it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if it if it keeps keeps going a little bit. So, Children's Hospitals in Grand Rapids and Matson Ann Arbor are asking the state to add more children's beds because of RSV. Is this unusual, or are we just not paying attention to it before? Um, you know, every year we we always struggle, especially with influenza. Um, that's when our hospitals are generally at capacity. Um, I think kind of the buildup of you know people wearing masks, social distancing, kind of you know RSV. I remember during the first wave of COVID, mm -hmm. for an entire year, I didn't see any RSV just because you know people wearing masks, or washing their hands, yeah. and now that kids are back in school, it's almost like we kind of have probably three years worth of RSV yeah. kind of happening all at, all at once. Um, and also just like there's shortages, um, you know, uh, you know everywhere you look in terms of you know for restaurants. Um, we have shortages of nurses. Um, yeah. We have shortages of, you know, staff throughout the hospital. So keeping those beds open is important. But um, hopefully this is kind of a short-term thing. But people, you know, especially with influenza and some of this mm -hmm. other stuff, you know, we're, we're at capacity often. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in the in the winter in the winter months. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're very thankful for you know some of the PICUs and around the Sparrow. Mm -hmm. Um, Mots, um, they're full, and I know they're working very hard opening, 
other units. Um, and I'm so thankful for the other staff at those facilities and at Henry Ford Jackson too. Our pediatricians, our nursing staff, our techs, mm -hmm. you know, the you know everyone that works in the hospital is working working so hard to keep those beds open for um, our pediatric patients. The uh, RSV seemed like it was really heavy, started to be talked about in the fall. Is that something that can be seasonal or is that gonna get worse in the winter and then kind of trickle out Cla in the spring? Yeah, classically, classically like influenza, yeah. it's something when people start congregating during the colder months, sure. Um, uh, for sure when kids start start school, but usually it's that kind of fall, okay. uh, winter type disease and fizz fizzles out in the, in the mm -hmm. summertime. So um, like I said, we've kind of plateaued a little bit, but there's definitely potential that it, it could, yeah. could get worse. And so we're keeping a close eye on it, especially if, you know, kids still in school, you know, it's starting to get colder, yeah. colder. So even, you know, people and are inside and congregating a lot more. And if uh, you or your child has trouble, trouble breathing, that's when, that's when it's time. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's what's so frustrating, especially for parents and us as physicians, nurses, for RSV, yeah. there's, you know, kind of, it's supportive care. There's no magic medicine. It's a viral illness, so you can't give antibiotics. Um, so it's just so hard watching these poor kids struggle to breathe and, you know, just being able to, you know, provide supportive care, which is important. So you want to yeah. work for work of breathing. Um, you know, when kids retract, you see the sucking in, mm -hmm. um, you know, around their lungs and stuff like that. Very important to get evaluated um, uh, by a physician yeah. or go to the urgent care um, to get testing, get their oxygen levels testing. Um, you also get shown, you know, as part of it's a lot of education and how to provide that care, especially with RSV, there's lots of uh, nasal congestion. So the best thing you can do is a lot of times uh, proper suctioning of uh, uh, the nasal cavities, mm -hmm. um, which is almost like it's, it's very it's pretty, pretty, pretty aggressive. You got to be pretty aggressive yeah. with, with mm -hmm. it to do a good job, but um, it, it helps so, so, so much. Yeah. My, my wife has one of those, you know, no sucker things, yeah. oh, yeah. those things. They're, they're, I don't know, they look so good, but they're so amazing. Yeah, they work yeah. so, so well. And kids love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a but, question about scurvy you wanted to ask? No, I had, Shingles? No. Oh. I had an eyelash in my eye. Oh, okay. Right. Come on, stay home, right? You'll cry, you'll cry yeah. it out after yeah. a while. Yeah. Well, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving with your new baby. Baby's first Thanksgiving. Do you have a cute little bib or something? I don't know what we're gonna have. We have them where they're gonna be, they're gonna match tomorrow. Perfect. We we made sure they have matching <laughs> yeah. outfits, so so they'll be matching. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Dr. Jacob Sinkoff from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital and IEP Urgent Care. Exciting news at Mackey this month. We'll hear from uh, the leadership coming up on The Morning Show. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Our show today is being brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furniture. They're now in their third generation of being family owned and operated and pride themselves on offering high quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thank you to Vermeulen's for helping us bring you today's show. Next, we welcome from Mackey, Michigan Automotive Compressor Inc. Vice President Steve Sauter and Joe Shaughnessy. Guys, welcome to the show. Good morning. morning. Thank, you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, to you too, thanks. Looking forward to four days off. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Steve and Joe are uh, long timers at 
Uh, Mac, you were mm -hmm. there at the very beginning some 30 years ago. Congratulations on uh, Thanks. great run. It's yeah. been a great career. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, a couple of East Side guys that have done pretty well. <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. <laughs> what years? Did, what years did you uh, did you both start? Do you remember? I started in '98. Uh, and '98. Uh, Sorry. '89. '89. '94. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. So what a uh, really a gift the community has had from Mackey over the years, not just in uh, all the employees uh, and families that have benefited from a great job, but all the things that the company has done for the community, mm -hmm. and we appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, that that is you. part of our philosophy. Yeah. Jackson County's largest manufacturing employer. We are, yeah. Yeah, one of our strongest employers really, really in the region. Uh, talk a little bit about that and what the culture is like. And of course, you know, you both being there so long uh, must be a great, uh, great culture for, uh, for you two to have careers there. Well, that, that's what our job focuses on is our uh, management philosophy. So customers first, our associates are our most important asset and we're committed to being a community partner. So I think those align with our personal values and, and uh, that's, that's what's kept us there for, for so long, mm -hmm. especially the focus on the people in the community. Yeah, sure. We've both done volunteer activity through United Way, been on community boards, uh, a lot of uh, other participation. Yeah, I, I remember the very first uh, time you hung those um, mission statements up throughout the plan, mm -hmm. they haven't changed. Correct. They're the same. They're yep. the physically the same framed mission statement all these years. That's right. A uh, couple of um, exciting things happening uh, with the changes in uh, uh, automobiles toward uh, electric. How is that uh, going to be impacting Mackey? Well, uh, uh, the compressor that we make now as a piston style compressor and it's used just for cooling the cabin. With the new EVs, uh, the, the compressor not only cools the cabin, but is also used to cool the battery during charging so that you can enable some of the fast charging uh, and take some of that range anxiety out that people have. Uh, the compressor will change from a piston style to a scroll style, so our entire process is about to change. Um, we were just able to announce uh, internally the kickoff for this project and what it's going to bring uh, within uh, Mackey. And so we'll be adding some new die-cast uh, finishing equipment. We'll be bringing in machining for front and, and rear housings. And then we're going to be bringing in a new assembly process. I, uh, I assume uh, that some of your associates will now uh, transfer over into that new process? Yes. Yes, they will. It's going to, uh, the transitions that we're setting up will allow uh, as, as things phase in and phase out uh, the associates to move from one area to another. It's a big investment dollar-wise. There it is. We're, we're looking at about an $82 million investment over the next several years um, to install the equipment that Steve mentioned, and that will affect um, approximately 240 direct and indirect jobs. So. Um, we're really excited that it solidifies our future here, um, our future business out into the next decade. Right. So, awesome. Yeah, it's a great thing for Mackey. You brought on uh, some photos of some of the activities you and your associates uh, have been involved in in the past year. And we know um, 
here at JTV, your sponsorship of mm -hmm. United Way, uh, of Dalham, uh, environmental educational initiatives have been huge. And you also take care of your associates with uh, cool things like this. We're really happy to be able to getting back to normal. Right. We had to pause some of these activities, but shown on the screen now is our um, summer picnic mm -hmm. that we just resumed after three years. Um, had a phenomenal turnout, um, great time for the associates. We really like the, the opportunity to interact outside of work. Um, so the event was great. Um, we brought that back. Also, more recently, we had our trunk or treat, which is really popular with the associates and their families. Um, we had over a thousand attendees wow. at the trunk or treat, gave away over 50,000 pieces of candy and um, just really had a great time. You have your own city almost when you have all the employees, family, and yeah. friends. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I was we, a judge one year at this to pick the winner. Really? It yeah. really it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. They go all out. Well, we might have to bring you back. <laughs> you can see in the picture, Steve and I, we participated, but we didn't win. <laughs> Those are just your Saturday outfits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like Very cool. uh, yeah, fun time had by all. Uh, I already know the answer to this question, but is Mackie hiring? Oh, yes, <laughs> we are hiring. We're, we're doing a pretty good, good job, actually, yeah. um, maintaining our staff levels, um, but we do, have, we do still have some openings. Uh, we have about 40 um, direct positions. Mm -hmm. um, recruiting is, is ongoing. We have a weekly hiring event, mm -hmm. so we are interested in, in adding a few more people to the family. Um, and uh, details are, are uh, online at michauto.com. What would you tell people, Steve, about uh, pursuing a career at, uh, at Mackey? Maybe, maybe some things that uh, one wouldn't expect, maybe uh, just s some experiences you've had along the way that would, uh, that would interest someone maybe looking for a new career. Well, there's actually uh, quite a few things. So we, um, in order to be hired, you have to have your GED. Mm -hmm. uh, we are bringing people in uh, that have not completed their GED yet, okay. and we are providing them the opportunity. They can work, and then after work, uh, we have some people coming in and doing uh, training, and it allows them to take their GED uh, right on site so that they could be mm -hmm. uh, hired directly. That's great. Uh, we have a TSD program, uh, which is our technical skills development program, where we're bringing uh, associates uh, off the floor and uh, put them into uh, like a journeyman or trades program. Uh, and then uh, as far as uh, working uh, in the shop, uh, I, I think we have to acknowledge that, yeah, we've had uh, some overtime issues in the past, but we've worked really hard in the mm -hmm. last several years. We've brought overtime down to a reasonable level. Uh, to provide uh, the kind of that uh, work-home balance yeah. uh, that everybody's looking for now. Yeah. Uh, investment, $82 million, it's really great news for the community because the concern about how do the uh, Tier 1 suppliers react to the changes to EV locally, well, you get a lot of your supplies and parts uh, right here, produced here. So. That's good news for the Jackson manufacturing economy as well. Mm -hmm. it's, always, it's always been part of our purchasing philosophy to, to buy local when it's possible. Mm -hmm. So um, that's part of being a community partner. And I think when we started seeing how EV was gonna impact uh, the big three, we 
in, the, in this community started to look at, wow, we've got so many combustible engine parts suppliers mm -hmm. that that's going to change. And it's good to see that we're already ahead of, ahead of that. Right, right. So, you know, doing the, the uh, compressors that we make now, we've been doing them for over 30 years. And I think this investment shows that we're going to be around for another 30 years. And uh, who knows what we'll be making 30 years from yeah. now. But we'll, we'll, you'll always want air conditioning in your vehicle. There's no doubt. <laughs> well, even more, even more vehicles will require this to keep just to cool the, the battery. Yes. Even if you get a stripped down car without air conditioning, you're going to have to have cooling compressor right. for the battery. To do fast charging, you will, yeah. Yeah. It's an exciting industry to follow. I'm, uh, I'm going to let Bart get his electric vehicle before me, but uh, we're following it. We're excited. I, I can't wait to see where we're at in five years. I don't, I don't think uh, you guys probably have a better idea than, than we do, but it'll be exciting. Will it be a big difference on the road, do you think? Um, yeah, I would think so. Um, the, there's, there's a lot of vehicles already available and yeah. already out. Right. Um, we are, we are passing through a lot of compressors currently um, that are going on um, current model production. Wow. And we, we've had some of them at Mackey for uh, the events, the family events. We mm -hmm. got to look in them, we got to drive them. Um, really nice vehicles. Cool. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? We were talking about yep. that on the way in. We're, <laughs> we're both staying local in town. We're not going to get on the roads with all the other travelers, nice. but we're just having family we'll local. Family and, over. Yeah. R and R. Nice. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thank you. Thank you, too. you. You also. From Mackey, Vice President Steve Sauter and Joe Shaughnessy, as they get ready for a big investment in the plant and in the community. Thanks for coming in. Thank Thanks. you very much. Thank you. Up next on the morning show, uh, Jim Dolson joins us from U.S. Staffing. So stay with us. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Night lights, make night lights your Christmas tradition with your family. Drive through the night lights display at Michigan International Speedway. And they are open Thanksgiving through New Year's Eve, 5.30 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, and 5.30 to 10 on Friday and Saturday. Visit nightlightshow.com. It is a Christmas tradition in our family, and you went last night. So thanks for knocking that out of the way. Oh, you didn't go because I wasn't there. You couldn't go. You I couldn't go. I was at Elf the Musical. We're going later. Today? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> doesn't open until tomorrow. Oh. Joining us now from U.S. Staffing, heading up business development, Jim Dolson. Hi, Jim. Hello. Glad you guys got that figured out. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, thanks, you guys. There's a you lot too. to do. There's a lot to do. There's a big game on Saturday. There is. That's, there that's is. my distraction. There is a big game. A couple of big games. Yeah, a couple, yeah, big, a couple games. big games. Yeah, the yeah. Bloom and Christie uh, game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Michigan. Yeah. Of course, Michigan. Yeah, yeah that's right. So we just had uh, folks from Mackey on. Large, yes. large company. Yeah. Today we're talking yeah. a little bit about small business and yes, how the supply chain affects small businesses. Yeah. People probably don't don't think that it does affect as much. I know we don't think about that necessarily. Uh, but if you think about small business, there's a definition of it. Like 500 people or less is considered a small business by um, by the bureau or by the Small Business Administration standard. 
And if you zoom into Michigan, that's like 900,000 companies that qualify for that definition. That's a lot. That's a lot. And if you narrow it down even a little bit more to like companies that are 20 and under, which we can all relate to, small businesses that are 20 people and under, uh, there's like 20,000 retail shops, just, you know, these are the smaller 20 and under crowd. Uh, and then 12,000 different restaurants. And I thought it might be interesting just to talk about restaurants. In for, Michigan? In Michigan, in Michigan yeah, Michigan. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so 12,000 uh, restaurants in Michigan, 20, peop 20 employees and under. Right. And uh, so I thought it might be interesting just to talk about restaurants yeah, and small everyone, businesses. Yeah, everyone's got a story about uh, a restaurant, whether it's uh, short staff, sections closed, there's yes, all kinds of factors. there are. Uh, if you think about it, the, I mean, we've seen this, but like just to kind of put them in buckets, there's, uh, with, with those companies that are like 20 and under, those restaurants, they're having trouble uh, finding people. Mm -hmm. We talked about that last month. Paying people, finding supplies, and paying for supplies. I mean, so, if you, last month, I think I said that there were like 10 million job openings mm -hmm. in the U.S., throughout the U.S. There's 11 million now, so it went up. Yeah, didn't get any better. <laughs> Uh, and then I went and looked and like, yeah, what is, what's a cook get paid in the, you know, in this Jackson County mm -hmm. area? And these are just averages. But uh, right now, a cook is making around $32,000 a year. Mm -hmm. It's not a tremendous amount of money, but it is, it's up from where it was in 2019. So labor costs have scooted up. Um, and if you look at supplies, supplies are hard to come by. Paper yeah. products of all things, really difficult to find uh, a lot of food products. Um, I went and looked at prices too, like prices of like normal grocery items mm -hmm. that you and I would buy or restaurants would buy. I think it was like up by 11%, something like that. It's huge. Bread on the average, 15%. Paper products, 15 Turkey, 17%. Yeah. <laughs> what happens if restaurants uh, raise all their prices to match that? Oh yeah, we're gonna be paying more obviously, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what's happening. Um, if you scoot in a little bit and you kind of, you know, take a look at it. There's a lot of world events that drive these things. And we talk about inflation. I mean, just in real simple terms, if you look at like the labor it takes to run a restaurant or a small business even, uh, you know, low labor supply, not a lot of people out there and increasing wages uh, or increasing demand rather, mm -hmm. you know, forces all the wages to go up, forces restaurants to raise their wages to other people. And then we don't think about it. like. We see the Ukraine-Russian wars far away, but it's not. Like right. it has a it has a very local impact on us. Uh, an example would be the uh, Ukraine is considered. This is interesting. You probably have heard this. They're the breadbasket of the world. Like they truly are a mass producer of grains. I think the number was like 10% of all the wheat on the planet comes from hmm. Ukraine. 13% uh, of barley. 15% of corn. 50% of sunflower seed oil. Hmm comes from Ukraine. That's amazing. Who and, knew, and clear, right? Obviously, Ukraine's not running at capacity with, with all of their uh, exports. Yeah, and you know, when that gets restrained, so we're talking about supply chain and impact, when that gets restrained, uh, we feed turkeys grain. That's all they get fattened up. And mm -hmm. if the grain goes up, the cost of turkeys goes up, oh. like we just mentioned. So uh, paper products, you know, we talked about paper products. The mills, there's a lot of paper mills that didn't make it through the pandemic, mm -hmm. either through uh, energy costs, um, machine problems, labor costs, they didn't make it. So yeah, all those things are impacting uh, in suppliers. We've had a drought, we've had that war, the bird flu. Avian the flu. There was the avian bird yeah. flu that wiped yeah. out a major portion of chickens and turkeys, yeah, as well, so. 
we were at a restaurant with some friends the other day, and they, you could see they changed things. It's different uh, soy sauce, different uh, yeah. paper products, different chopsticks. And yeah. And it's because the, they have had to. They, they're scrambling mm. to find. Here's one. I was in Detroit last night, and it's, you're just used to it now. Yeah. But uh, they, it was, it was a bar restaurant, and they probably had 10 menu items, and from 5.30 to 7.30, pizza only. That's all anyone's getting. <laughs> and uh, right. a bartender and one server, you know. And you yeah. just you, you know clearly someone either called in or they couldn't find someone, so you know you make adjustments. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know there are some things that small restaurants can do, small businesses that are restaurants can do, and these are a lot of these can apply to other suppliers or to other uh, businesses as well. But you mentioned that's really what we call triage, mm -hmm. like you're triaging your customers. You can't serve them all because you've got limited resources. Uh, you have to triage the menu too, yeah. meaning you can't have a, a full menu. And I just think back, you know, just locally, the experience here, we've seen that. Um, we went to a restaurant the other day and the doors were locked. You could do drive-through, but you couldn't go in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay. I was there too. Were you there too? Yeah, it was the Wendy's on West Ave. <laughs> I'm not going to name it. It, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a Wendy's, but That's it was ridiculous. a fast food restaurant. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. place is closed, but the drive-thru is open. Three cars right. in the parking lot. Three yeah. employees running the whole place. Yeah, well, yeah. You, well that's, and you need a certain amount of employees to be able to safely open. You yeah. know, it's not. That's rationing. I mean, yeah. that's what you have to do when you're a small business or even a large business. You know, you have to do that. Some of the other things you can do, though, if you're a small business, you know, say like a restaurant or whatnot, is uh, don't just put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Like spread out who mm -hmm. you're working with. Uh, find other suppliers other vendors type yeah absolutely yeah. yeah just don't lean on this is 2022 now you can't just be necessarily aligned with one supplier anymore because mm -hmm. despite their best efforts they may not be able to get you right um, you can also lock arms with other maybe you're even your competitors and you know I'm not saying form a co-op but like co act like a co-op mm -hmm. and go to some of your suppliers and say listen there's a lot of buying buying power between all of us because I mean, those those small restaurants, they're up against the large chains, the big box restaurants, right. uh, who carry a lot of buying power and leverage with mm -hmm. them. So, if you can lock arms with other people, even if they are your, your competitors, you know at least uh, you all do a little bit better. That's a, that's a great point. Um, transparency with suppliers too. Sometimes, as businesses, like we want to hold back and not give anybody too much information, right? Well, this is not the time to do that. If you want to get a supplier aligned with you, give them more data, give them more information. Of course, you have to trust them, right? Uh, give them more data, give them more information so they can help you. They can say, you know, if you're a restaurant, maybe they know your forecast um, for volumes two and three weeks out on particular items. Uh, other things you can do is, um, it's, it's a little bit counterintuitive uh, compared to the way we have been running businesses. There's just, been, there's just been this historical trend of just-in-time inventory, <laughs> which means you know, keeping your inventories low, so keeping your cash in your pocket instead of in your inventory. Uh, times have changed in the last couple of years, and now there's more of a movement to do just-in-case inventory, which means spend the cash if you have to, if you mm -hmm. must, spend the cash on inventory, hold it back, keep it on the shelf, so that if you do need it, at least it's there, and you don't have to close your restaurant or your business because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And show mercy to the uh, no restaurant doubt. and restaurant workers. Yeah, continue to support. Oh, yeah. yeah, large tips. Yep. You know, I was a decent tipper before, but yeah. I became much more appreciative. Yeah, for sure. And uh, uh, tipped them well. So Great to see you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, thanks. Yeah, you guys as Happy well. Happy Thanksgiving, Jim. Yeah, thank you.
Jim Dawson from U.S. Staffing. Morning Show continues in just a moment. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. For those traveling during the holidays, if you're in New Jersey, you might be surprised to see some unusual message signs and only in New Jersey can they get away with this. And this is actual signs that the state puts up on these boards. Hold on to your butts, get your head out of your apps, hocus pocus, drive with focus, we'll be blunt, don't drive high, don't cruise when boozed, <laughs> slow down, this ain't Thunder Road. Uh, the FHA, Federal Highway Administration said, no more. That's distracting. No more Jersey. You can't yeah. do that. That's, that's why people talk in New Jersey. Yeah, sort of. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. It's cute. Very cute. cute. Very cute. So go blue. That's all I have to say. Yeah, uh, and go Titans as well. Yeah, it should be a great game. Uh, our crew will be up there navigating the Ford Field mm -hmm. sidelines and press area to the best of our ability, <laughs> and we'll bring you back some wonderful content. Yeah, so. be sure and check our uh, website on uh, Saturday for highlights and photos and more. That's it for today. That's I, it, yep. You'll be here next week. I will, yep. Huh? I will. You'll I see won't, me. But you we'll won't. have some uh, great looks back in Ooh. our history next week. Later today, Kelly Crum, Anthony Parker, Dr. Talasi Kari, Richard Goldfarb, Claudina Kestner, and Rick Walton all later today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you then.